This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're bringing you part two of Naughty New Orleans. We are the good stuff. I feel like the good stuff happened on Saturday and Sunday. You feel like the or good, Friday and the, Saturday? The, I mean, I feel like it was all good. No, personally. it really was. It was all good, but I, don't I feel really like any bad stuff. No, but I feel like it takes you a day or so to kind of get going. We got going pretty quick the first day. Okay, I know. The first night was amazing. The second day... You crashed. I crashed. So I feel like after I crashed, I kind of like geared up for the last two days. All right, so you woke back up and you're like, all right, no more no more slacking. Well, I don't think I slacked. Hard. I don't think I slacked. I just think your girl was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when we left you, we had just finished up Thursday mm-hmm. uh, with the club night. Um, it was devils and angels, and we'd been mm-hmm. we partied with DJ Life of Spice. Um, had the beach party that day, all that stuff, um, and then that brings us into Friday morning. Yes, so we got up 
um, we kind of got to sleep a little bit mm-hmm. on Friday. Right. I think it was we were supposed to have a, uh, a tour, an uh, industry tour. So, again, a meeting of industry people. And when we say industry people, that's people that own some type of lifestyle business, whether yeah. it's a website, a, a boutique that makes clothing. It can, it can be anything. But if it's yeah. lifestyle related or lifestyle adjacent, that's what we – when we say industry, that's what they're talking about at Naughty North. Correct. So, every year they do a tour where they take – all of these people to certain landmarks throughout New Orleans. It changes every year. We didn't do this last year. I don't know if we didn't realize that we could. I don't know. But this year, we were determined that if there was an industry thing, thing we were going. And so we were told like 30 minutes before that had been canceled. Right. So we've got up. I think you had been got mostly dressed or we're starting yeah, to get dressed. And, yeah. And we like texted some people and we're like, hey, where are we meeting up to, to do this? And they were like, oh, we're not sure it's going to happen. Yeah. And then they texted us back and said, yeah, it's been canceled. So, so we're we, like, oh, great, because I'm exhausted. We're going to go get back in the bed. Well, you did. And I was kind of up and moving around at that point. And it takes me a while to wash and dry my hair. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should take this opportunity to do that. So I decided to hop in the shower did all the things, yeah. shaved my hair, got all the things. Shaved your hair? Off my legs. Oh. Shaved the hair off my legs. <laughs> shaved your legs? Shaved my legs. Okay. Washed my hair, did all the things. So anyway, I get out. I kind of like put all my lotions on, do all of that stuff. And I I literally hit the button to go live while I got ready. And we heard, wait, it's not canceled. We get a text. And yeah. they said, hey, the tour is back on. Yeah. Meet downstairs. So at that point, we like I'm on live. We're standing there. I've got completely wet hair, and we're like, "What the fuck do we do?" Mm. So it's like meet back downstairs now. Yeah, time now. Like be here now. <laughs> like the person that was texting, I think it was Kylie, was like already down there, and we're like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. So I get off live. I throw some. Well, I already had some clothes on, so I had to be like, but threw like actual clothes on, threw a hat on, and we went down there. We went downstairs. Yep. And it ended up not being a tour. Right. So I guess normally what they do is Bob, who is the the, the owner, manager, um, the everything behind Naughty in New Orleans, Bob and Tess. Um, Bob, normally in, they would take you around New Orleans and show you a couple kind of off the beaten because they're they're locals there. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, or at one point they were and they, they're very familiar with the area. So they... Mm-hmm. Normally what they do is they call it an industry tour and they take you around to kind of these these hidden gems within uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, I think because he had stuff going on and so he kind of had to cancel and then he was able to kind of fix whatever the problem was that where he thought he had to cancel. And so he just wanted to talk to everybody basically. Yeah, he did a manifesto. Right. So he got up on the stage and said, hey, you know, normally this is what I would do, but, you know, it kind of got messed up this year. We'll do it again next year. So make sure you're here for it if you can be. Um, but this year, I just kind of want to talk to you guys about some things and put out uh, some information and, and kind of, yeah, he called it his manifesto. And uh, It was entertaining. I mean, like in a good way. I, mm-hmm. I thought he had wonderful things to say. I think that he is, I don't know, I could look up to him. So right. like as he speaks, I try to be a sponge and just 
absorb as much as I can. And I would say most, uh, I think the majority of the community looks up to him. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been doing this for 30 tw- years. I mean, 25 years, I think is what he's, well, 25 well, years naughty, but he's been throwing events, I think, for close to 30 years. Yeah, so, so obviously he's seen some shit and done mm-hmm. some shit. So I was just happy to hear him speak and um, I just look up to him. So that's pretty much what we did. Um, he told some stories. We talked about some stuff and... At the end, he gave everybody in the room. Uh, and okay, well, first of all, let's back up. He mentioned the Swing Nation like three or four times. He did, uh, and yeah. I almost cried. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. And because- he mentioned it in a way of like, you know, I think part of his manifesto was saying things are changing. Yeah, right. This this space is changing. And he kind of credited a lot of that, and to not just us, but because we were in the room, to you know people that are be- being open on social yeah. media, that yeah. are taking that risk and putting their face and their name out there to help normalize this. He very much sees that as the path forward, and kind of called us out by name um, several times as is you know some of the driving force behind that. And I'm going to be honest, we were in the company of amazing people, the owner of Hedo. Um, Tatiana, who was on the podcast that, um, you know, does all of the, the marketing, all the behind the scenes right. for Hito, all of the splash people, basically several uh, large club owners, large club owner, NCSF, um, several other podcasters, John and, Jackie, yeah. John and Jackie Melfi, who are like the pioneers of the lifestyle, who, I mean, I, they're amazing. So for him to say the swing nation and like at some point stop and ask us questions, I was like extremely humbled. Like I'm tearing up a little, just like even talking about it. Cause I've, I guess like I haven't really had time to stop and reflect on this. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it was very, very touching for like all of these people that we look up to, to be like singled out and called out in, in their company was just, it made me very, very proud. No, I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, when we set out on this journey, um, you know, to kind of, shed a positive light on the lifestyle and kind of take the lifestyle to mainstream social media and, and kind of be loud and proud about who we are and what, who our community is. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know if we fully understood what we were doing. We fucking did not. I, I don't think we fully understood <laughs> what the, you know, the, the ramifications of that would be yeah. in our personal life, as well as, you know, the ripples that it would have throughout the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be quite frank, there's people out there that are not happy about, it right there's there's people that have gotten very pissed off for, uh, at us mm. for um what we've done you know what i mean um but to hear somebody like bob who, who again has been doing this for close to 30 years who's looked up to a community leader i would you know within the lifestyle um to kind of point us out and, and it's not just us it's you know all of our friends and i mean there's there's dozens of people yeah we were like the now. representatives we just happened to be in yeah. the room and that's mm-hmm. why he pointed to us but uh to be recognized and said Hey, these guys, basically saying these guys are doing a good thing mm-hmm. and, and you know, you guys need to pay attention to what's hap- happening here because I, I see this as the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that meant a lot. It really did. It was very touching. Um, I even walked out of there just like kind of shocked that one, that Bob even knows who the hell we are and two, that he would go so far to say those things. So very, very touched, very humbled. Yeah, and that was probably the first half of his speech. And, you know, just if I was going to summarize, and I don't want to say too much because it no, was a private, a private meeting. But yeah. the second half of it was basically, you, we all need to come together. 
Yeah. And work together. Yeah. I mean, we keep this positive pretty light and this podcast pretty light and airy. We've always said that we do not talk about drama on our podcast or on our social media. Like, but you've all seen it. There are people out there that use their their platforms to clap back or say stuff. And we've always chosen to take the high road, even when I was kicking and screaming because I did not want to take the high road. And there's a lot of people that don't like us. I mm. mean, quite frankly, there is. We ruffle a lot of feathers and we honestly just want to be friends with everybody. We want everyone to get along. And um, so I, I don't know. It was just kind of, it was just nice amidst drama that there is always some drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to get around it, but there is always. Right. We don't talk about it here because we try to keep this platform light and airy right. and fun. But, you know, to surmise what he said, it was basically you guys need to come together and work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if there are bad apples, call them out and and they don't they don't need a place within this community. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought, I mean, that's the gist of that message is very, is very good. Like, don't fuck each other. Right? Like, in, a, in not in a good way, in a bad way. You right. can have sex, but don't, you know, don't screw each other over. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a very good meeting. Um, we ended with, I wish I would have got the name of the tequila. Some fancy ass tequila. Some, I think it was like five, eight hundred dollars a bottle. Five hundred, eight hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The shots he said, like one shot is one hundred eighty dollars, and he gave everyone there. Right, if you were going to go to a bar and buy the shot, yeah, it would be yeah, 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 over a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, he gave everybody there a shot. Um, it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big tequila fan, but I'm not. It tasted just like cheap ass tequila <laughs> to me. But um, I I took it because I felt like. Why not? Yeah. When Bob of Naughty offers you a $180 shot of tequila, by God, you take that tequila. Mm-hmm. And I did. It was a good moment. It was a good It was meeting. a very was good great, moment. Yeah. Very good moment. I felt very um, proud to be a part of it. So after that, we were hungry and we, uh, this, I'm already out, no makeup on, my hair's wet. So, screw, well, you know, it was kind of dry at that point, but screw it so we ate at bourbon house which is inside of the, the aster, aster. Yeah. it's a very good restaurant it's very good yeah. it's a little fancy not mm-hmm. like like i had kind of wet hair you can go there in jeans and t-shirt and you won't get kicked out but it no. is kind of like cloth tablecloth kind of mm-hmm. cloth napkin kind of place yeah yeah it was probably one of my favorite meals of the week and it was nice it was just you and i so last year we partied a lot harder and we ate all of our foods as a group mm-hmm. This time, I felt like you and I had a lot more time together, and we did not party near as hard. We had a lot more going on. I think there was a lot more industry-type meetings that we were involved in, and then with the documentary stuff going on there, and then having actual, you know, some of our TikTok friends and trying to really get make sure we got time for content and all that. We just we just had a lot going on. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. It was more work, less party. Yeah. At least the daytime. Mm-hmm. Now, once we got to that club at night, it was over. Work was done. <laughs> So after that, um, we went back to our room and I was able to finally get ready because we had the podcaster panel, which is kind of like our big thing that we do. Or We choose to not host classes or teach seminars or anything like that. Um, I just I don't find myself an expert in any one subject to do it in. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to teach a class on how to go viral on TikTok or something, we might be able to teach it. But yeah, yeah. we're not doctors. We're not uh, psychiatrists. We're not, uh, you know, any of those kind of things. So yeah, I don't, I mean, I like the panels. I do uh-huh. like the panels. I think having discussions and sitting up on a panel is a good, but yeah, I, I don't, I mean, we're educators, but I wouldn't say we're experts in anything. And oh. 
Um, We're just two people telling you what worked for us and what doesn't. Right. So we got ready and we went to our podcaster panel. So um, I'm trying to think who all was on there. We're probably going to mess this up. I know it was us, Front Porch Swingers, mm-hmm. Miami Swing. Miami Swing, yeah. Hump Day Quickies. Hump Day Quickies. Accidental Swingers. Accidental Swingers. The Sensational Unicorn. Yes, there you go. Sensational Unicorn. The Cashmere Room podcast and with Princess Cashmere, but she was in the audience, but she wasn't on the stage. Yeah, I will say, I think I think they're getting to the point where there's so many podcasters that they kind of have to limit to who they put on the stage because yeah. the stage was absolutely full. Yeah, and then um, Open Love 101, which is John and Jackie Malfi. We've heard us talk about them. They've been on our podcast. I would say they are king and queen of lifestyle. <laughs> I agree. Everything lifestyle, they're the winners. They they. They're just awesome. So, well, no, I mean they're club owners, but they're they're also podcasters. They also have a big YouTube channel, so they're they're, advocates, they're, trying, they're, they're yeah. advocating, they're educating, and then they're also working it, it every day. So yeah, there's yeah. so many reasons why they're people to look up to, and yeah. they're doing all of those things at a high level of success. Yes, and they're kind humans, mm-hmm. great people. Mm-hmm. So um, the panel went good. Oh, what, what are your thoughts? Oh uh, no, I think it was good. It was it was interesting. I mean. Um, uh, they posed questions to us and then we kind of, the panel members would kind of have a discussion on things. Uh, and we talked about several things from, you know, should we be using the word swinger to describe the, the, the lifestyle community? Uh, we talked about, um, podcasting and, and the podcasting platform and whether the podcasters could come together and form a better sense of community. Um, we talked about some of the consent stuff that seems, seemed really to be the hot <laughs> button topic, um, um, this year. <coughs> And I think there was there was some debate on some of those subjects. Mm-hmm. We went back and forth on some of those subjects. Honestly, I, I think part of the most interesting part to me was when uh, John and Jackie spoke up. I think it was actually John specifically that spoke up and said, uh, you know, what's interesting is 20 years ago, uh, we had our first podcasters panel, <laughs> mm-hmm. he said, and we sat up here and guess what we dis- we discussed, uh, whether we should use the word swinger <laughs> anymore yeah. or whether. So it seems like um, I think – Things are definitely different today than they were 20 years ago. But the interesting part about it is I think a lot of these conversations are kind of the same. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, you know, these panels are great and it's great to have open and honest discussions about them. But honestly, I think a lot of this stuff is just going to have to weed itself out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's just going to have to run its course and, and it's going to take time. Uh, I don't see the word swinger going away anytime soon. Personally, I, I hope it doesn't go away anytime mm-hmm. soon. But uh, it, I think it was good discussion. It was, it was good discussion. I, I I felt um I feel honored to sit on a stage with all those people. You know, what I mean, there's yeah, some of the biggest great. biggest names in the lifestyle as far as um, podcasting and, and and really social media and stuff like that goes. Um, so it was interesting to have uh to have a debate, and I don't really know if we <laughs> got anywhere I, with it, but it was it was good. I felt like there was too many people to get your points across does that make sense Mm. i feel like it was hard for because it was an hour Mm -hmm. right and so it was hard for everyone to get time in and i think that's just because of the sheer amount of people there and just ever and we obviously we're all podcasters and we all have opinions and we all do things different so it was just harder to to, like there were several times that I would have liked to express myself, but I felt like there was just too much going on right. for me to get yeah, in everybody there. trying to kind of get in yeah, the line. Yeah, and I didn't want to like talk over. I didn't want to like 
project myself into it. You know, like if it was right for me to speak, then I'll speak. But I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, I will say that another interesting part about that particular um, podcast panel is that they they actually didn't call it a podcast panel. They they called it a uh, podcast and con- content creator panel. Right. And you know, I, I noticed we did this last year, and you can go back and listen. And we can we did this year this year a few things to point out. Last year, um, there was probably only maybe. Five couples, maybe, if that, four or five. There was, it was much smaller last year. And every, so John and Jackie's assistant was there and every other couple was, was like one couple was public. One was not couple, couple was public. One was public. One was not couple was public. So 50% of the, the panel last year did not want to show their face. And this year everyone did. So I thought that was a huge improvement. That actually got called out during the the panel. It's interesting, yeah. And then also last year, talking about social media, all of these podcasters were like, wait, what? You use something other than like Instagram? Like that was basically, if they had any social media, it was Instagram and half of them didn't show their face. And this year, everyone is okay with showing their face and everyone was basically on some sort of social media. Um, So I just feel like it's, it's changing, and right. I, I can you imagine what next year's going to be like? Right. No, that that all that was very valid. That what you just said, mm-hmm. and, and you know the, the fact that they don't they acknowledge that it's not just a podcasters panel. It's it's now a content creators panel, yeah. meaning you know there are other platforms up besides podcasting to get your um, to get the word out. I think it, it, you know that shows kind of the rev, the revolution that mm-hmm. um, we're going through. Yeah, like I my- think you know I think ten years ago. Being public on a podcast was kind of a bigger was that oh, was probably sure. revolutionary yeah. and, a, and a big deal. Mm-hmm. And and now you know we're taking it that to that next step where people are kind of taking to these public social media platforms to share their message. Yeah, and I think that anyone who shows their face publicly on like a platform is brave mm-hmm. to me. And even the podcasters that don't show their face, they're taking a risk. Oh, I, for I think sure. there's there's some bravery in that in mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Yeah, because it's scary um, to put yourself out there. So, I mean, that was pretty much the panel. I felt like we had to rush off after it um, because we had to get ready for the parade and stuff. But I kind of wish we could have stayed and chatted. Like the Sensational Unicorn, I didn't get any chance to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I just – some of the other podcasters, I did see them. But there was – just a few people that I wish we could have. Uh, yeah, right. Ha- kind of hang out and have a little after conversation. But yeah. you're right. We were close on time where it was like, okay, go get ready for the parade. Yeah. So I felt like we were rushed, which sucked, but um, it was fine. So we um, we went to get ready for the parade. There was some confusion on the parade because – so last year you wore white to the parade and then that night was white night. Mm-hmm. You wore white theme clothes. So – we basically wore our outfits to the parade that we wore that night. Well, this year it was wear white to the parade, but it was the 25th anniversary silver party. So there was some confusion as to what. Well, it was also put out you could wear silver to the parade. At the last minute. Yes. <laughs> like everything we had heard prior to that was wear white, wear white. And then at the last minute, 
they're like, okay, wear white or silver. And we're like, what the fuck do we yeah. wear? I think because people were like, well, wait a minute. Like, are we going to have time to come back and change for the- yeah. yeah. So, like, I at one point I had my silver outfit completely on. And then I realized this is not comfortable to walk in a parade in. <laughs> so, I changed. Well, thank God. Thank God. Because we were, we were initially going to wear our <laughs> silver to the parade that, and that, with the idea that once we finish, we can just go straight to the club. But then after thinking about it, it's 100 degrees with, you know, 100% humidity. Um, and you know, you were wearing like fishnecks or something and you're like, this, this is probably just not a good idea. Yeah. I knew my lady parts were not going to be happy right. with so me. So <laughs> luckily we had our white outfits. We put those on. They were, we, we were, we had specifically planned those for like walking outfits Yeah, and, uh, everything was good. Like we had white tennis shoes and white little tank tops that said swingers. So we were like prepared, um, with our white outfits. So anyway, we get ready we get down to the parade um we had purchased 500 miniature swinger flags we did this last year i think we did like maybe 200 last year to maybe 250 so we doubled it this year and we passed them out i felt like last year i had to basically make people take them <laughs> and this year people were like coming up to me mm-hmm. i mean i was i was right by the door and i was just passing them out left and right everyone wanted them it was fun. It's a sense of pride to walk through the parade. One, because we're walking for sexual freedom, but it's a whole nother to look around and everyone is holding the flag that we were a part of. So I was super proud. No, I agree. I agree. That swinger pride flag thing, um, you know, having a symbol to kind of rally yourself behind, I think is important. Um, and then seeing a parade of people all kind of carrying one one banner, if you will, mm-hmm. um, to kind of rally behind um yeah that's meaningful yeah it was very um the prey was hot as hell <laughs> i mean it's new orleans but it's fun the poli- we had police escort i don't remember there being a police escort last year i think there was oh, okay but the police were even holding the flag you did get a little video of them holding some we, we tried to give the flag to every cop that we saw several of them declined yes um but lacy they declined me, and then Lacey got three of them <laughs> to hold the flag. Yeah. Um, I'll probably post a TikTok video of that because it was pretty funny. Yeah, I have one where they're taking the flags, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could probably splice it together. But it was a lot of fun. Families, kids. It was so funny to walk by people and try to, like, because we had extra flags. So, like, one lady I handed it to her, and then she realized it was upside down pineapple. She was like, oh, hell no, and handed it back to me. Other people <laughs> were just super happy. It was funny because people that were not part of Naughty – that were aligned, they were like, wait, I see you on TikTok. Where do I know? You know, so I had several of those. I took pictures with a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, the parade was cool. Uh, it was good last year, and I think it, it was even better this year. And, it, you know, it, it's funny because when we were driving back from Naughty New Orleans, we heard Hump Day Quickies um, episode where they talk about the parade mm-hmm. and and how moved they were. And I think they even, even came to tears, like, yeah. while they were talking about mm-hmm. it on the, on the, on the podcast. And, you know, I think for us, we felt that way last year. Oh, 100%. Um, this year, I don't know if we've, you know, because we had done it once, I don't know if it was as like, um, you know, didn't cut to our core quite as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I will say, in, in, you know, when you walk down the street with a group of your peers um, that are all in the same community um, and you're out there and you're loud and proud about it and then you walk down the street and there's people cheering on, on the, the sides of the road. Mm-hmm. And then you even go up to them and, you know, you, they were like, oh, who are you guys? Who are you with? And you're like, oh, we're, we're a bunch of swingers. 
and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, and then cheer even more louder. And they're waving your flag. Right. Yeah. That's, that's different. Like that, yeah. that hits you different. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, hearing Humpty Quickie talk about it, it kind of reminded me of how I felt last year. And then when you really stop and think about it, even this year, that just is a feeling you can't experience, right? Yeah. Um, and it makes me think of like you know we we were in London during the London Pride Parade, mm-hmm. and you see you know um, the LGBTQ uh, community doing the same thing, and how they feel about mm-hmm. it. You know, what I mean, and, and I get it now, right? Like yeah. I, I understand why that why these parades are necessary, and 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 why um, it's important for communities to celebrate themselves in that way. Well, and I'm sure the LGBTQ community feels the same way too. But like we hid the fact that we were swingers for a long time. So Mm -hmm. the fact that like now we're out and we're proud and we're like, fuck yeah, we are swingers and we don't care who knows. Take our picture. We don't care. That's, that's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's a very, once you've hid something for so long to now be able to do that, it is kind of amazing. It's empowering. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. And, I even had um, a lady from our Discord who um, we had dinner with later in the week, and we'll talk about that. But she told me that she had heard us talking about it. And they've been going to Naughty for years, and she's never participated because they're from the New Orleans, greater New Orleans area. And she's always been afraid that someone would see her. And this year she did it because she heard us talking about it, and she could see how important it was. And she said that, she loved it, and she is so grateful that she did it, and she'll do it every year now. And that, like, it touched me to know that she heard us and now got to experience how amazing it feels. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not everybody can do that, right? Yeah. Like, not everybody can march in the parade because you are, I mean, you're marching in front of the public, and people are taking pictures and stuff like that as you march down the road. And, mm-hmm. and even the naughty staff is taking videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're getting posted places. So I, I understand there is a risk to that. Now, there was some people that were marching in the parade that had, like, Mardi Gras masks mm-hmm. on and stuff like that. Um, but I would encourage you, if you come to an event like that, and I think they're doing it in uh, when they do Naughty Sin City, and I think Naughty's going to try to do more parades in, in a lot of their events and stuff like that. Um, if you have the opportunity to do that um, – participate in it because it's it's twofold it's one it's going to give you something Mm -hmm. but two you know when you go down the street and show what our community looks like to to people that aren't familiar with it i think that's also a a, um an added benefit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure it was amazing so after the parade it ended and started at the astor crown which is different than last year so again that kind of threw us off because we were kind of used to how they did it before um, last year it ended at House of Blues. I didn't do that this year. So once we got back to the hotel, we went to our room and honestly, we were like gross and sweaty and stuff. So we kind of had to like cool off a little bit. Yeah, I think I took a shower. Yeah. Cooled off. Um, ended up putting our silver outfits on. And then shortly after that, um, Life of Spice and Sexy Swinger Chick Kylie and Brad came to our room. We did our nightly TikToks. Pictures and TikToks, yeah. That was kind of our routine. And then we headed out to the party. Correct. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. It was a good party, yeah. Um, I wore a basically like sheer top, like 
romper onesie type yeah, situation. That, that's a good, the romper, you you rock a romper. I love a romper. And that one because it was sheer, and then you could just see you know you could see your boobs through it, but then you had nipple uh, coverings on pasties, pasties on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was hot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, and you wore like silver shirt, some little black shorts, and silver light up shoes. Right. We were all silvered out. We were silvered out, yeah. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. So they have these girls that come in and dance, and they have these um, disco balls on their head. It's yeah. super cool. So Naughty is really good about each night having different performers, and they they have um, that. They have like the people that do the what's the grinding thing like that. Uh, so uh, this that grinding thing is amazing. So they they take a, a literal power grinder, and they have like metal plates like. On their knees and on their thighs and on her vagina. Yeah. And she takes a grinder and grinds on it to make sparks. Yeah. It's kind of scary, kind of cool. It's one of those, like, if you slip, like, I'm not sure what she's wearing, but it didn't, other than the metal. Surely there's not a blade in there. Well, it's it's a grinding wheel. I I don't know. I don't know how tools work, but I'm going (laughs) to hope that she couldn't accidentally... Well, anything spinning that fast hitting your body can't be a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they also had like some girls that like were in these big circle thingies. Like I don't, it's hard to explain, but dancing. They had hula hoopers. They do a really good job of hiring like local talent to come in and right. and dance and perform. So, but the, I always love the girls that have the disco balls because like, you're like, how the hell do they see out of that? And how hot is that thing? Yeah, oh, it's really gosh. hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was a great night, and we decided that you and I were just going to go to the playroom, like at some point. Uh, I think it got close to midnight, and I think uh, I have figured my wife out. And every single night, <laughs> there is a time in which um, a decision has to be made: of do we either go to the playroom, or Lacey's going to crash, and and we're going to end up in bed. Yeah. Uh, and this was probably about on this night, midnight-ish, midnight 30, maybe. Um, I could tell by the look on your face that that was the direction. You're like, we either, you know, we either need to go get some people together and go fuck or go fuck ourselves or we're going to go to bed. Yeah. So we decided to just go to the playroom. We ended up running into Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda and Jay. And we were like, we're going to the playroom. And you could tell they had some like inner turmoil. Like they weren't ready. Like they wanted to stay and party. But they also like saw like the opportunity and they were Mm. like, uh. So like they kind of just hung out with us. And at one point we found out there was pizza. Mm -hmm. So we went down and had pizza. Mm -hmm. And then I think they were just kind of stuck with us. They were just kind of going. Um, We're like, we're going to the playroom. And they're like, oh, really already? And they were like, yeah, it's like, you know, and I kind of gave them the spiel like, if we don't go now, like Lacey's, yeah. I'm going to end up taking her to bed. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay. And they're like, you could tell they're kind of like, well, you know, like kind of him and home. And we've been there too. Oh, like yeah. we're you're still oh, having fun. If you're fun. ready to party, I totally get it. And we weren't, yeah. we were like, no, it's fine. If you guys don't want to come, like we're, not, we're just, you know, we're telling you where we're going. If you want to yeah. come, come. If you don't, don't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we ran into that, that guy. I don't we know. We ran into like their whole friend group for like local. I don't know if it's their local friend. It's their friend group. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, first of all, there was this super hot couple and I was a little tipsy at this point. And I mm-hmm. was like, well, first, I thought they were all going to come with us. And I right. was really excited because they were all a very good looking. No, I think group. that group is a group that attends the friction parties back in the Northeast kind of where oh, they're okay. from. Yeah. yeah. So the one guy I was like, 
come find me later this week. Because I thought, I was hoping that they were coming with us, but it was determined that they weren't. So I was like totally hitting on him. He was like buff and he had tattoos and he was hot. So sober me, like completely stone cold sober, probably wouldn't have been as forward. But Mm -hmm. little tipsy me was like, hey, you're hot. Mm-hmm. That whole group was hot. Very. And then the one guy who I had seen throughout the week so far um, was like almost inviting himself, but then was like, what did he say? Something like, man, I wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah, he was flirting with you. And I think their group was like leaving and going back to one of the other hotels. And, and we were kind of going to the playroom. And I think he was like torn on which way to go. And, he, and uh, his group was like, come on, let's go. Come with us. And he was like, oh, man, I was really hoping to get on the podcast. And, and like you like – Oh, geez. Like, yeah, because, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. That is super flattering. <laughs> like, I want people to want to be on the podcast. But, like, I want people to like me because I'm lacy and right. I'm cute. I, I and I want I'm, you to fuck me because you want to fuck me, not because you want to get on our podcast. Yeah, so. it's a real, like, no one tells you when you start a lifestyle podcast that people will want to fuck you because they want to be on it. It's a very weird, and I know he was probably tipsy and just was mouthing off, too. I mean, listen, I would probably do the same <laughs> if I was him. So I'm not, no judgment to him whatsoever. Ever. But in that moment, I was I like, I want to make the Hump Day Quickies podcast. Oh, well, you might have. We, mm, maybe. We haven't listened. I want to make it all the way. All the way. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe they'll listen to this and hear us. Um, I kind of slid in their DMs, speaking of on Discord. They haven't responded back to me, though. Marty in their DMs on Facebook. <laughs> I told him thank you. It was great to meet them. Mm. You'll hear the rest of the Hump Day Quickie story. Dan got us off track. Okay. So, anyway, I wanted the guy to want to come back with us because. He was into me, not because he wanted to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But when he said that, I was just like, oh, geez. Okay, let's go. I was like, let's go. This is done. We're moving along. Right. So us and Rhonda and Jay go to the playroom. And keep in mind, we have never, like, solo played with them, like, two on no, two. Yeah, so that's the fair. So at Hedo, there was, I think, at least three or four couples in the mm-hmm. playroom when we played with them. And then the the first night here at Naughty, there was four couples in the playroom with mm-hmm. us and them. So, yeah, we hadn't had, like, a full swap situation happen. Yeah. Um, and we did. And it was. Oh, boy, did we. And it was awesome. Can we tell them about the condom? Like, do we talk about that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, when we, so we, we had this whole experience. It was amazing. Um, I was squirting everywhere. She was coming. It was very hot. Um, and when we were kind of wrapping up, he slid his dick out of me. And when he did, the condom came off. Right. And so it was very apparent that it was inside of me. So at this point, you know, we've done all the things. There's no like hiding anything. And you were still fucking, I think. I think so, yeah. And I was like, come here. You got to get it out of me. And he just like looked at me. I'm like, I'm sorry. You left it in there. You got to get it out of me. So I had to like bend over doggy style in the playroom at Naughty and have him remove the condom from inside of me right now we're 99 percent sure it came off as he pulled out so there, there wasn't really any intercourse without a condom but again this is the reason we get tested yeah every, and we literally 30 or every 90 days and then we alternate when we get tested so yeah. i mean that's the kind of stuff we've already ordered our test um <laughs> and we had a conversation with them about it and they're like yes we you know we, yeah. we always have conversations about being tested but that's that why stuff, you but wear condoms and you're exactly. tested and you're safe and you have conversations exactly. because shit like this like we had another situation where kind of broke it's been a few months ago but like that's why you do the that's why you do the two methods so you have two forms of like protection, birth protection yep. so birth control 
condom, IUD, condom, hysterectomy, condom, tube side condoms, you know, something like that. So I was comfortable. actively always testing. Yeah. I was comfortable. Um, He was super kind. But it was really funny because I was like, listen. I mean, like, honestly, I would rather you have done it. But, like, you were in the middle of something. I wasn't stopping. And I was like, come over here. And it was so... And it was funny because we hung out with them the next day and I kind of had forgotten about it until mm-hmm. like halfway through. And I was like, oh, my God, you remember? And he was like, yes, oh, my God. I was like, so it was just kind of like a little funny. Right. But I think it's important to talk. I mean, these are the kind of things that happen. Right. And that's why having, you know, multiple layers of protection uh, as far as pregnancy goes, which you have a hysterectomy, so mm-hmm. no, not a problem. But then as far as this is why you get tested and stuff like this, because things like this can happen. A hundred percent. And, you know, like it could have been awkward had I been like, oh, my God, you know. But luckily, I felt super comfortable with them and I felt good enough that I was like, OK, we did this. We're fixing it together. And so it ended up just being kind of like a funny experience. But I could see somebody that maybe newer in the lifestyle and maybe not super secure with the situation that could have been a different situation. So I think that's why it's important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But we did all the things with them. I'm pretty sure that Lacey destroyed the bed as far as squirting goes. I and, did. Um, they're fun. Like there they was a fun. puddle, mm. like a literal puddle on the sheets. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have waterproof mattresses, so mm-hmm. it doesn't we really, were, we were putting towels on top of the sheets because to I didn't want Rhonda the... to be laying in my squirt. There was no avoiding it at some point. I know it's, I hate that. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, they're an awesome couple, thinking, I mean, I know we get, some people give a shit about, like, not swinging with new people, which actually, they are a new couple, we swung with them the first time at Hedo, so this was only our second, you know, time to meet them and play with them, um, but when you have such a great, like, group of friends, it's really hard to add a bunch of new people in, because... Well, you can be selective. I mean, yeah. we're, we're picky people, right? And I would have added that tattoo guy in in <laughs> a heart fucking beat. I hope he listens to this. He probably might. Well, I mean, if not, I'm, I'm sure one of his friends would. I will let him fuck him. me for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain people that can say that. Well, his wife was beautiful. So oh, she was gorgeous. I'm on board with it. She was very pretty. And yeah. she was like dark hair. She kind of looked like me. Like, a little but, bit, yeah. But like, I felt like she was prettier than me. But she was gorgeous. I don't know about that. but Okay. All right, I think now's the perfect time to take a little break and okay. hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we'll we'll wrap it up with uh, the last day. Yep. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, guys. We'll be right back. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies, 
and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we left you um, in the playroom mm-hmm. with uh, Rhonda and Jay, uh, who've uh, quickly become um, one of, I don't want to hate to say one of our favorites, but probably it's safe to say something like that, right? Yeah, they're, they're up there. They're I would definitely there. say, I don't want to say favorite because yeah. we have a lot of favorites. We have lots of favorites, yeah. But um, they're an awesome couple. And, right. and we talked about this with Jay and Jay. Uh, that we've talked about several times on our podcast, we are very equally attracted to them. And I feel this way about Rhonda and Jay too. We've gotten very lucky lately that we've had really awesome four way connections. I agree. Yep. And that brings us to to Saturday, which was the last day of Nadia in new Orleans. Yep. So we got to sleep in, um, which is awesome because our first thing was not till noon, but we ended up leaving about 11 o'clock to um, live our, our hotel room because we were hosting a day party. So the Swing Nation slash Winger Society was hosting a day party at the Boot Scoot and Boogie bar. They had a mechanical bull. They had a bunch of fun things. And um, that we, was supposed to be at noon. It was supposed to be at noon. So we left the so hotel. Like, All right, let's get out of here. Go get some food. Well, before we got food, we actually went straight to the the right. the bar. And there were some people inside. It was open. Um, we left our bags with our prizes and right. stuff. We and checked in. We're like, hey, we're the ones hosting the party with Nani today. We got a couple. We got some bags with some giveaways. Can we leave these in here? And there was a cleaning crew in there. They're like, yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Um, the uh, the bartenders and stuff aren't here yet, but just leave it in here, and uh, it'll be here when you get back. Yeah, so we left our stuff, and then we went and had pizza, so that way we had something on our stomach because we were going to be drinking. And Grab uh, some slushies. Yes. and then some alcohol slushies. Daiquiris. Yeah. 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 Um, and then when we got back, they were locking up the bar, and then we're leaving, which is fine. I assumed that, because at this point, it's like 
1130-ish. Right. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're just not here yet. No problem. So we kind of like- Sit down on the stairs. Sit down on the stairs. And then people start lining up because that's kind of a thing at Naughty. If it's a if it's a good party, people will start lining up, which we didn't expect anybody because it's our first year hosting. So we really didn't expect anybody. So I was kind of touched when there was a couple people in line. Right. But then it kept getting closer and closer to 12 and right. nobody was We're there. Like, are they in? Did, did they come in through the back door? Like, because mm-hmm. surely they got, there's like, it opens in five minutes. Yeah. They must be in there. Like we knocked. And then one of the ladies was like, so when the cleaning crew was here, I asked them what time they opened and they said two. And I'm thinking, why didn't you tell me that like 20 mm. minutes ago? So very quickly, we determined that the bar is not in fact going to open at 12. <laughs> Which is when our parties. Which is, yeah. So we, and then all of a sudden the naughty people come. Cause if you've never been to naughty New Orleans outside of the bars, they have a sign that says private party for naughty. And you have to have your lanyards on to get inside. So the person is basically standing outside making sure that you have. Right. A, it's like security guard. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So he gets there and I'm like, the bar's not open. And he's like, what the hell? And I'm like, I don't know. So we, um, we ended up texting Bob that owns Naughty, and he ends up calling the bar. And apparently, there had been miscommunication. There was a miscommunication about the something like they switched managers, and I don't know. There was yeah. something behind it, but they weren't going to. Bottom line is the wrong time. Correct. So they were trying to get it open before two, but it ended up not opening until two, which. Dean and I are pretty like low key go with the flow people. We were like, fuck it, we're gonna go next door because <laughs> they were having a, another naughty party next door. And it ended up being Play Champagne, which is a club based out of Ohio. Yes. They also do hotel takeovers. And we kind of were like, hey, can we hang out in here until our party goes? And they were like, absolutely. And we had a freaking blast. Yeah. So like we was, didn't want to leave. It's Club Five Four Four is the the bar on Bourbon Street, and uh, it was a club or it was a play champagne party this year. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was their first year. I don't can't remember if they hosted. They it, did a great job that one last year or not, but uh, they did an excellent job. Um, and yeah, we we got in there and got to having fun. And uh, they had a wet T shirt contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some good DJs. Um, it was a little, you know, it wasn't like everybody waited on the sidewalk to get in there, but but. You know, an Once hour it into, got started, it well, was yeah, going. An hour into the party, that place was packed. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Like, So we could get into our bar. Like They had opened it and were starting stuff at 2. We actually were like 10 minutes late because we wanted to finish. <laughs> we, didn't want it. we wanted to finish the web t-shirt. Promise. Yeah, because two of our friends um, were in it. One of the J's of J&J and then V mm-hmm. were in it. And so, of course, we had to cheer both of them on. Um, Jay ended up winning, which super proud of her. Mm-hmm. She was in the Miss No Swimsuit Contest for Naughty last year and got second place. So super proud that she at least won the wet t-shirt contest this year. She has great boobs. I mean. There's she has no- a great boobs, great ass, and she can shake her ass. Mm-hmm. like She can dance. She, she can, can move. She's got some moves. She does, really. So On after- the dance floor and, and. In bed. And in other places. Yeah. yeah. So, um, after that, we went over to our party and we literally had like 45 minutes because, and, and we had communicated that with Naughty that we had something we had to be down at 3.30. So, mm-hmm. we didn't mind to finish up our party and stuff, but we had to leave because we had committed and they were totally fine. They were like, just do what you can. No big deal. They ended up keeping the party, I think, till five just because they had messed up the time, but we were able to pass out some hats, 
some wristbands, cards for our Discord. So yeah, people, we basically got up on stage, introduced ourselves, threw out a bunch of hats. I hula hooped. Uh, had people come up and hula hoop for hats. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't much, but it was yeah, kind of quick, down and dirty. Yeah, it wasn't what we wanted it to be, but that's okay. Like I said before, we were pretty go with the flow, so we were just like, it, it's fine. There was a bull upstairs, and I got to, I've never rode a bull in my life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? I don't think I've ever done it, no. And I got to do it topless. That's a that's a good story, right? That, that's like a good story. The first time you ever rode a bull... Um, it's topless. Have you put that picture on OnlyFans? I have not yet, no. So if you would like to see the picture of me topless on a bull. I think I have a video of you riding it, actually. Um, go to OnlyFans. I'll make sure Dan posts that. Post that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what's funny is at some point later in the weekend, a, a gentleman came up to me. He said, this has been the best weekend of my life. And I was like, really? Why? And he was like, because I got to see my favorite podcaster ride a bull topless. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see that coming. I just thought he was going to say this is an awesome party. I didn't know. It, it, it made me blush a little. I was like, thank you. That was so sweet. That is a sentence I would have never thought to string together uh, previously. Me either. But you know what? That's what the lifestyle's all about. <laughs> um, and then it, so after I did it, he let all of the girls get on there and take a picture, which the thing about that sucks is some of the girls aren't public. So it's just like a private picture. I don't know if any of the other ones were. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. me. Yeah. So it's me and like four other girls, and I'm the only one that's public. But we get to have it for, for us. us. Yeah. We'll keep it for us. It was a yeah, hot picture. Yeah, for us. It was a very hot picture. Um, so it was fun. Uh, anything else about the party that you can think of? You gave the bartender your hat. I did, yes. We were handing out hats, and, and people were hooping for them. And then like after I gave out all the hats, the bartender was like, oh, do you have any more of those? I'd, I'd like a hat. I was like, shit, I yeah. don't have any more, but I had one on my head. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I'll trade you if you, because my hair was hat hair. I was like, well, if you give me your hat, I'll give you my hat. And she, she traded. Yeah. So now we have a random black Adidas hat. <laughs> I need to wash it. <laughs> I need, need to throw it away. But the yeah. point was I needed a hat for my hair. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So, um, you know what? We forgot something. What? What happened at... The bar, play champagne's party. Oh, that's true. All right. So um, while we were at the wet t-shirt Oh, wait. Let me give give my story part of it first. Sure. Hump Day Quickies, um, the husband, they're not not married, are they? G. G. Yeah. Came up to me. Nessa and G. Okay. I didn't know if I could say their names. Okay. So G came up to me and was like, she still has a pod, she still has to kiss a podcaster. And I was like. Like kind of whispered in my ear. He was totally playing wingman for her. I yeah. loved it. I love couples that do that. Uh, me yeah. too. It's so cute. And I think it's awesome. And I was like, oh, I was like, but like, could that be me or Dan? He was like, yes, it can. So I was like, noted. So I'll go over to you because, you know, I love whoring you out. And I was like, you need to go kiss Nessa. And you're like, you were a little shy. And I was a little shy. Well, I was still sober, I think. So like the party had <laughs> so just So you started. only kiss hot girls when you're drunk? Well, it's I don't know. To me, like me and her hadn't really connected at all yeah, yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we we had had like a two second conversation. Sometimes you just gotta put it out there, man. right? And we had we just hadn't, you know, we hadn't had to be flirted. Like I but barely, she was gorgeous. I, I maybe said like three words to her. She is very beautiful, yes. Yeah. Uh and so you're like, you need to kiss her, go make out with her. And I'm like, I don't like, but it's funny because I, I would like to dance with her maybe or talk to her a little bit before I just stick my tongue down her throat. Well, that was obviously, kind of my thought, you're yeah. gonna have to ask her. But it's funny because like we were on the same wavelength because 
I started headed over there, and I was just going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to do it without you. Well, this is like you. an hour later. Though. Hour later. So you came up to me and said you need to kiss her. And I was like, well, I will. Like, let me let let me talk. Like, let me build up to it. Like, mm-hmm. either I'll I'll go dance on her a little bit or talk to her a little bit. Like, get, let me give me a little time to, like, make something happen. I'm not just going to walk up and be like, can I make out with you right now? Like, Yeah, but did you see me heading over there? Were no, we, like, I, on the same no, wavelength? So, I think I think so, we were on the same wavelength. I think I had drank a little bit and i was starting to dance a little bit and i was starting to loosen up and i was like you know what let me go let me go hit on her is what i was thinking but basically i look up and we are like beelining to both of them at the same exact time right and i think did i say it first or you did walked you? up to her and you said i think i heard you need to kiss a podcaster yeah yeah and so that's <laughs> i didn't do any i didn't do any of that <laughs> you whining. Do any of stuff that i was gonna do yeah no i just went out and, and then I was like, you made out with her yeah which was hot and yeah. then you're like Oh, and here's another. You basically like handed her to me. It's like here's another person you can make out with. Yeah. And so we did. Yeah. yeah. And then what happened from there? Because you were naughty. Uh. Well, no. So yeah. So obviously we started with the making out. That was the first thing that happened between me and her. Um. And then we started to talk, and I was like, oh, so like we heard your husband's list on the podcast, but I didn't get the opportunity to hear your list. And I was like, well, what is left on your list of things that you have not done? And so they rattled off a couple of things. And one of the things was to get fingered at a day party. So what did you do? Well, I didn't do it right away. So they, they had said this. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, they, and they said several. So you didn't go right into right, it. Right. That wasn't the only oh. thing that they had said. That was one of the things. Yeah. And it was, I think another one was like, have a quickie at a day party. Or you know, oh. and there were some other other random things. I don't know where I was for all of this, but mm-hmm. I got my kiss and was like butterfly dancing <laughs> off somewhere else. Right. I've and kind this, of left this didn't you. happen right away. So the party keeps going and I don't even know at, at what point. I think it was right before we left actually. Yeah. I think I think the the um what teacher comp just had just wrapped up and we were kind of all just dancing and I was dancing on her and I said I said, "Would you like to get um, the fingering thing checked off your list. And she Why was like, is fingering such a weird word? I don't know. It reminds me of like 10th grade. I don't know. But we were kind of like dancing and grinding <laughs> on each other. And, and I like whispered in her ear. I was like, would you like to get that fingering thing checked off your list? And she was like, absolutely. She was into it. It was hot and as so, fuck. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, because I've never played with her. Like, I don't, like, some girls are different. Like, some girls can come from fingering in a second. Some girls some girls you could finger them all day long in that situation on on a dance floor in the middle of a day party and they would never come right because every girl is different now i will tell you she seems like she's pretty sensitive and (laughs) and not very shy you know the situation didn't throw her off she was able to get in the moment and yeah i think she enjoyed herself i know i certainly did she got like she was really wet and i'm pretty sure she had a couple of the uh, at least at least one oh if not a couple um, it was hot. It was hot, and the the, the shitty part is, well, we never really saw her again. I know. I was very disappointed. They are very. Not only are they attractive, but they're just great people, and that's why I slid into their DMs. I just said, "Hey, I wish we could have spent some more time with y'all." Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's the truth. I just thought they were really cool. So, oh, I, w- I agree. I would have liked to have went to like dinner with them, just so like because yes. we do the same things, just to kind of like chit chat. Well, get I already slid into their DMs. They are coming to Secrets. Yes, to our Secrets event in September. Oh. They cannot come early because kids or something. Yeah. Um, but they said there might be a possibility where they can stay till Monday or something. Oh, okay, cool. And I said, okay. Well, 
I'm not sure if we're going to do that, but I will let you know. And I will probably will stay till yeah, Monday. So maybe will. that Sunday, Sunday night, we'll be able to hang out with them because the majority of the people will be gone by then. Yeah. Uh, and they also fun. said that they'd like to take us to a a uh, um a park, an amusement park. So that must be their thing. I don't I don't know. But oh. they were like, we would really like to bring you guys to an amusement park sometime. And I was like, okay. Oh, I'm down for an amusement yeah. park. Can we have a? Can we do a scavenger hunt? Like in have an a list. Ooh, they should make us a list. Yeah. Wait, would that? Or we? They would make, be hard what if though. We made them a list, and they made us a list. Yeah. Like you made her, and I made him, or or maybe vice versa. But it would be also hard in an amusement park because you'd pretty much yeah. just be doing stuff with jail. each other. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not about going to jail. Could you imagine podcast <laughs> local? Well, we probably wouldn't be local, yeah. but like. Lifestyle swinger yeah. podcasters the get swing a- nation podcast <laughs> hosts Dan and Lacey get arrested at Animal Kingdom for yeah. having sex on I don't know what ride the tree there, but yeah. <laughs> the big tree yeah let's not do that but yeah. anyway I do really like the the list thing that they did I thought it was super cute if you want a way to change up your lifestyle experience, go and listen to that podcast. It was very, their podcasts are like 30 minutes. They're not as long as ours. So you can listen to them quickly. I love the idea. They have long lists. I don't know that I would do such a long list. Like maybe yeah. just do a couple like of 10. things. Yeah. And then like whoever. Yeah, they must have had like 30, 40 yeah. things on their list. Yeah. yeah. And maybe like whoever. But they might be experts. Maybe they've built up to that. Maybe. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, But it, it sounded fun. And I could see how like, you know what it kind of reminded me of, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not. Uh, our bachelor party at Trapeze. Yeah. I don't remember that makes it. We're even. I podcasters don't. No, or? we were not podcasters. Uh, so at, at our bachelor party, we had a bachelor bachelorette party at Trapeze before mm-hmm. we got married. Trapeze Atlanta, and Lacey made me not made me, but had got a T-shirt, and it's like one of those typical bachelor party shirts where it's like. So it's actually like, just like a T-shirt get flashed by a chick, or yeah. like you know, and most of it was pretty tame like not like lifestyle it was stuff. not lifestyle stuff it was very much like bachelor party like right. dance with a cougar make out with a yeah with a cougar have yeah. someone flash you yeah. um get a girl's number mm-hmm. and what's funny is we were not public at the time and there was a local lady that made it for us she was probably thinking what the hell are these people doing but he wore that and carried a sharpie around mm-hmm. and it was so much fun yeah and then we would add stuff. So maybe we need to do what would be f- fun. And we're getting off on a tangent. Oh, here. we're so on a tangent. But what if we did an event and gave everybody a t-shirt? That would be fun. Of random. Like maybe no t-shirts are alike. Well, that would be too hard to make that many t-shirts. But oh yeah, we'll think about it. Hold that idea. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Is this a terrible idea or, or Ness and G onto something? Because... We loved it. We thought it, it would was be so a very fun. good inter- way to get people to interact. Yeah, that's like an always, icebreaker. That's always a challenge at events. Is that's half the problem is getting people talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. The T-shirt was fun, and they were fun. Might not be a ba- uh, the bachelor bachelorette day at secrets. Oh yeah. Anyway, all right, we're on, on tangent. <laughs> okay, we're getting back on track. Okay, so. After, okay, so we've wrapped up all the parties, and the reason we had to go back was Kylie and Life of Spice and Brad, amongst some other people, were on a panel for, let, let me find out exactly what they called it. because Millennial I wanna, Swingers. Well, it was a Millennial Swinger, but I just want to make sure that I um, 
I gave it the correct title. Hold on. So the title of it was The Evolution of Swing, How Millennials Are Redefining the Lifestyle. So Kindly kind of spearheaded this. And we really, it was important for us to support our friends that were speaking or on panels or anything like that. So we knew we had to be there. First of all, I walked in a little tipsy. <laughs> this is the first time I was really, I'd done such a good job of managing. And I only had one drink. You weren't bad, though. I was not bad. I had only had one drink, but I'd only had pizza, one slice of pizza. But I ended up opening up my Dr. Pepper. It spewed. We had to clean. It was just like a whole thing. It wasn't my fault, but. But kind of. But kind of. Um, but so they they did so good. I was so proud of them. It, it was an interesting conversation. And I will say, yeah, I was very intrigued by the panelists themselves because yeah. they were all, all younger, I think. 20s to low 30s. Um, yeah, we weren't allowed to be on it because we're, we're geriatric. We're geriatric. We're too, oh. we're too old. We are technically millennials by like a year, but that's too old. There's like some debate of if it's 82 or 84, and we were born in 84, so we we were not invited. <laughs> anyway, but the thing that uh, intrigued me about the panelists is there was one couple that was a polyamorous couple, uh, and there was another couple where at least one, if not both of them, was more like gender fluid type of individuals. Yeah, I, some uh, some people gave their pronouns, some didn't, and it was just kind of hard um, to follow, you know, right. to know. Um, but it was it was a really awesome panel of just a lot of different versions of swinging and non-monogamy. So I thought it was really good. Right. And I think, you know, as we go forward, you know, and they had good discussions on how social media is affecting the lifestyle. Um, and how uh, the newer generations are more open to sexuality and, and different, uh, you know, a larger spectrum of genders, if you will. Um, and there's a lot of good conversation around that stuff. And I do think as we go forward, you're going to see more and more of that within the community. Yeah. Uh, and I think us understanding that as a whole and, and you know, lifestyle people are some of the most accepting people. Um, and I think, you know, you're starting to see more. Um, more of that in this space. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's good that we understand that and know how to welcome those groups in this community without uh, maybe offending them, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I was really surprised by the crowd. There were quite a few couples that were... Not millennials. N- not even close. Like their <laughs> children were probably millennials. I think one of the couples even said that they had millennial children. Yeah, and I was... Not that I... I didn't think about who the audience members would be prior to going, but I, I didn't expect that. I thought more millennials and more people, you know, 30s, maybe 40s. I did was not expecting. 50s and 60s. Yeah, yeah. I was not. And I felt like they had, because at the end we opened it to questions, and I felt like they all had such valid points yeah. um, about, you know, maybe them not feeling included when it's a younger crowd or or maybe feel like they shouldn't approach someone that's younger because they have children that age. So I just felt like it was a very, very good conversation around um, just all the differences between the, the generational the gaps, generations. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was very good. I was very proud of Kylie because she kind of spearheaded this. Very proud of Life of Spice um, because I do feel like they're younger and cooler than we are because mm-hmm. they're like 30. Mm-hmm. one maybe and we're 39 and so i just feel like they're kind of i don't know i just feel like they're cooler than us they are yeah they are he, way cooler he's a dj i mean they're, they're we're podcasters they're D, they're they're djs and like, they have like cool tattoos and yeah. like they're dark and mysterious for sure yeah 
All right, moving on. Okay. So after the panel, we had scheduled a dinner for our Discord members. So mm-hmm. if you're not on our Discord, please, please, please get on there. Um, you have to use the invitation link, so you can't just go and search us. So we'll tag it in our show notes. But whatever event that we go to, we try really hard to plan a Discord function because we do realize that some people want to meet us or want to meet or kind of co-mingle within the group. And mm-hmm. sometimes, like on the dance floor or if you see us out and about walking, it might be a little intimidating or, you know, it just you maybe don't want to walk up and interject and, in you know, whatever's going on. So we try really hard to do these dinners so that way more people have the opportunity to Yeah, come. I think it's nice. I think we can need to continue to do that because mm-hmm. – the Discord, the Swinger Society Discord is definitely a community. I think Swinger Society as a whole is a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we get into these larger events, that community can kind of get lost within the event. Oh, 100%. So taking some time to bring that community together kind of a little bit separate and outside of the event to get to know each other I think is, is important. And, and like you said, for us to interact with them as well. Yeah. And we also like we have channels within Discord for every event. So – all of us had been chatting about Naughty, what day we were getting there. We even did a voice chat call where they could see us and ask questions. So it, I just kind of using this opportunity to advise you or suggest that if you if you want a community, if you want to be a part of it, we would love to have you. Yeah, we're going to keep trying to do that. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, we got several events going forward and we'll try to – we definitely have – we already have chat rooms for all of them on Discord and we'll try to continue to do – you know, a voice, maybe a voice chat prior to the event and then, uh, you know, some kind of dinner or get together at the event. We'll, we'll keep doing that and keep yeah, that going. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we had our dinner. It was really great. Um, we looked up and it was like 7.15 and we had to be completely dressed and back for the documentary at 8. And then I was like, oh, shit. So I left you at dinner and told everyone bye. And um, I apologized that I had to leave. Everyone was super understanding. And then I headed back to the hotel and started getting ready. And the theme for Saturday night was Mardi Gras Masquerade, which I didn't wear a mask. I hate wearing masks. I do too. So I didn't even bother this time. But um, I wore a green lingerie outfit. I actually wore it last year. It's a very pretty Kelly green. Because, like, the Mardi Gras colors are green, purple, and gold. Some really cool gold boots. And I had my Taylor Swift moment with a Taylor Swift-inspired jacket that was fringe and purple and had, like, this really pretty headpiece on. And you were – you looked – I don't even – at one point, I looked over at you and said, do you, do you think you would ever be dressed like this? Yeah. You had, like, rhinestone glasses on? You gave me, though. I don't know. They would look good. Yeah, I had, like, black booty shorts on. <laughs> and then I had, like, this rainbow color. It was more rainbow and less Mardi Gras, but still really cool. Rainbow colored, like, hood thing. Mm-hmm. But it was sleeveless hood. Yeah. It's like a rave kind of thing, I think. It was. Uh, and then, yeah, I had a hat on, one of our pineapple hats. And then I had – you you had purchased <laughs> rhinestone glasses at some boutique that week. And you are like, you should wear these. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'll wear them. So that's where – that was our outfit. And I had like a really pretty like Mardi Gras fan. And so um, we didn't have time to make TikToks before because we had to be down there at 8. So we literally got there and it was really cool because we're not allowed to use our phones at pretty much anything lifestyle. 
But in this case, we could, especially in the club. You usually cannot, you know, clubs and playrooms are 100% off limit. Yeah. So usually if you can use your phone at a lifestyle event, it's like they have a booth somewhere or they have a, a backdrop somewhere where you can take pictures or make a little video if you want. But you can't just film everybody and everything. But they had specifically asked for people that were comfortable being on social media and being public to come inside the club at this certain time. And then they allowed us to, to videotape. And uh, I think actually they're going to, once they finish, finish editing and putting stuff together, they're going to send out a Dropbox link mm-hmm. or something. So we'll get some more of that footage. So um, hopefully we, we'll, if, if we can, we'll use some of that to put together some mm-hmm. more videos for yeah. people to see. It was fun. We did, a, again, a lot of B-roll, a lot of us sitting at couches and chit-chatting and then, of course, dancing. It was fun. I had a good time. And then after that, we went back to our room and did our TikToks and stuff because, you know, we had to we had to squeeze that in. Um, and then we went to the party and uh, we danced. DJ Lava Spice had the later set this time, but he um, he was DJing. He always kills it. He's such a vibe. He does so good. I am so proud. Honestly, I'm very proud of us, Kylie, Lava Spice. We were all there. We're a few, there's not a whole lot of us, but a few of the original Swinger Society people. And it was, it was very nice. I very much enjoyed all of them. It was not. I mean, it was a small, you know, usually, you know, a lot of events we have 10, 20 influencers and, you know, trying to get everybody to make content and TikToks. And it can just be, can be a lot. Um, It was nice that at this event, it was only three of us. And it was kind of, it really is, you know, those three are part of the core group that I mean, they, they were, they've been here for, since day one. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we started the discord, as mm-hmm. soon as we started, I mean, it was like, it started as a kick group that we called like swing talk or something. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, us three and just one or two other couples you know, were really, you know, really kind of the people that started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be there with them and to see how far they've come you know, Kylie's there representing NCSF as part of their, you know, one of their committee members. Um, DJ Life of Spice is there DJing one of the largest lifestyle events, if not the largest lifestyle event in the country. Um, and then we're there uh, hosting parties um, and sitting on panels um, at this event. It, it's nice to see. That, that, I mean, that's quite a journey in mm-hmm. a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was nice. We, I think we had a few moments where we were all able to connect. Yeah, I was kinda, about to say that. There was several times where I felt like we kind of looked around at each other and like, is this where we really are? You know, is this what we're really doing? It was very touching and I can't think of better people to have those moments with. Um, it was awesome. So I we actually try really hard for DJ Life of Spice. If he's, if he's playing, we try not to leave. We right. try to be those like loyal <laughs> friends, but it was the last night. It and was the last night. Jay and Jay, you hadn't heard us say a whole lot about them because she was sick. Right. Like she had like a lingering cough. Right. So Jay and Jay, we've referred to them as Jay and Jay or Jay Dub or Charlotte couple. You've heard us talk about them throughout the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they came down. They're from the Charlotte area. They came down for this event and she just... She, poor thing, um, was under the weather and just was struggling all week. To and kinda, it was really just a cough, like not a fever or anything. She mm-hmm. ended up going to urgent care. Got tested for all the things. And, she was all negative. Yeah, but. all negative. But um, but she finally, Saturday night, was like, I'm going to do this. And I think she finally felt well enough to kind of come out. And we hadn't, we genuinely enjoy playing with them. We talked about it at Splash. Was that the last time we saw them? 
Yes. Yeah. We talked about how good our connection was there. And so we were like, this needs to happen. Right. So at some point it was just us and Rhonda and Jay. And we were like, let's go. And I literally went on stage and hugged DJ Lapis Bites. And I was like, I'm really sorry, but we're going to fuck. <laughs> he was like, it's okay. Go fuck. But I, I did feel a little bad. I felt mm, I a little guilty. Too. I did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went and we very quickly found a playroom. It didn't take us. I felt like it took right, us so more time. We went. It ended up being us, uh, J-Dub, J&J or mm-hmm. J-Dub. Um, and then Rhonda and Jay. Mm-hmm. So there was three couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we went up to the playrooms. We started walking around and it's, we just happened to be walking through one of them as people were getting out of a room and they were cleaning it. And we just kind of stopped and we're like, Oh, has anybody claimed this yet? And they're like, Nope. And we're like, we'll take it. Yeah. So, and like we, we, we had an awesome, awesome time with all three. I mean, well, there were three couples, but all three of us, well, six of us, I guess. It was a great time. And at some point, Rhonda opened the curtains and was like, we need to let people see this. Yeah, like, she, she very much yeah. enjoys. So this This was one of those, they call it like a. Um, it's a sheer curtain. Sheer curtain. So it was like partial um, privacy yeah. playroom. Um, and it had sheer curtains. and So you can see through it. But it basically means like, don't join in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can remember when we were finishing up. the um, So Naughty has this thing. It's like. A consent, what is it called? Because we're doing this they now. They have playroom our, monitors. Yeah, it's yeah. a monitor. But basically, they just kind of keep an eye out to make sure that everyone's got consent, everyone's doing what they're supposed to. And when we finished, the guy was like, that was amazing. Well, you got ahead of yourself. So, yeah, we're we're playing just the three couples. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point in time, Rhonda's like, we need to open these curtains. Because yeah. like, she's like, I like putting on a show. And we're like, fuck yeah, we don't care. Mm-hmm. So we open the curtains. We continue to fuck. And then the, the consent guy, like sat on the table like directly in front of oh, us yeah. um and then kylie and brad mm-hmm. walked by and they're like hey guys they just happened to be walking by through the playroom and they saw us and they're like hey do you mind if i join so then they got in the bed with and us and we were wrapping up at this point yeah it was kind of towards the end but yeah. they got in the bed and they played with each other for a while and we, we kind of all played mm-hmm. uh and then we we finish up and uh yeah we're all getting up and getting our clothes and getting dressed and, and the consent guy the mo- the monitor was like you guys were fucking hot. Like yeah. he's like he's like I've been in here all night. Mm-hmm. He's like, but that's the hottest thing I've seen this weekend. Like he's like, you guys were. I can tell you guys had a connection. Like yeah. he's like that. That was fucking. And he hot. was like, and everyone was asking for consent, which is really, <laughs> which all we always ask for consent. But mm-hmm. I can't remember a couple of times where you or was like, hey Jay, can I fuck your wife? Mm-hmm. You know. So it was a lot of consent, mm-hmm. um, which I love when you say that. There's something so hot mm-hmm. about hearing you say that. But the guy was awesome. He was like, "Hell, I wanted to jump in." That was so hot. Right. He was really nice, and it was, it was very. It felt good to see somebody right. recognize that we were actually doing the things that we preach about. Mm-hmm. You know, on TikTok and mm-hmm. through our podcast and stuff. And mm-hmm. Kylie, who is kind of like the, we'll call her like the consent queen. I don't know what consent her, queen. Yeah, yeah she's like something. It. Yeah, but um. She, well, was she like, goes to yes. all the meetings and she's yeah. part of NCSF. Yeah, yeah she she pretty very is very um active within NCSF and especially when it comes to consent. That's kind of like her thing that she is very passionate about. So she was like, Yeah, she was like so proud of everybody because she just came in maybe like the last five minutes or so. So she didn't get to see the whole thing. So it was pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a good way. I mean, um, 
was a perfect way to end it. There was puddles. Uh, I think there was lots of lots of squirting. I got hit in the face at one point with some. Uh, I think that was me. Uh, all three couple. I think we we were like. It's, I think I, I can't remember. I think I was with Rhonda. You were with. Who were you with at first? Jay. No, I think you. Okay, Jay. No, I don't. I, but anyway, at one point in time, it's like. Everybody moved to the left one person. Like, yeah. you know, like we like rotated. Yeah. Know, like, it was hot. That was hot. Like, that's like a really good, um, like three couples. Like, mm-hmm. I am equally attracted to everyone. It was mm-hmm. super hot. Um, right. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because we we're all fucking in. And, and it was funny because we kind of all stopped for a second and then we we're like, do you want to rotate? They're <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. And then it's yeah. almost like, it was almost like musical chairs. Okay. Everybody go to the left one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But yeah, I mean, that, and then after that, we pretty much like passed out. Mm-hmm. Went back to the room and passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, thankfully, we had decided ahead of time that we were not going to go home on Sunday. Yeah. We were going to stay an extra night. We were. Um, and kind of recover. So I think actually after we left the playroom, I think we went down to the second floor, broke down our uh, table, our table mm-hmm. because that had to be up and out by 11 a.m. and Instead of getting up in the morning and doing it, we're like, screw it. We'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. And that way it's back in our room and we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, but we decided to stay an extra night. Yeah. And so it actually turned into quite an interesting. It was a great day. We ended up going to Colette. Don't say too much. So if you want to hear about that, we're going to do that on our next podcast because we've never done a review of Colette New Orleans. This is our second time to be there. So we have, I think we have enough like. I think it could be its own episode in itself. And then so people that maybe are, can't go to Naughty but want to go to New Orleans and visit Colette, they will have a podcast to refer back to. Yes. You can hear that. All about um, the naughtiness that happened on that Sunday um, and specifically more about Club Colette in New Orleans on the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, because we're over time. Way over. Uh, I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.